Hello, welcome to the first Longhorn Lab Report of the spring semester. As the campus thaws out from this week's freeze, we have unearthed the unaired story from last semester. I'm Julianne Hodges, the science and tech editor, and I hope you enjoy the story of the devilfish, a mysterious creature that lurks in the depths under San Antonio. A mysterious fish that lurked under San Antonio in the depths of the Edwards Aquifer has been puzzling scientists for 70 years. Eyeless and transparent, the Satan fish has fascinated Dr. Dean Hendrickson, curator of ichthyology at the University of Texas at Austin. So I've got kind of a long history with this. Actually, when I was an undergraduate is when I discovered the existence of these fish. I was in Arizona, uh, just really fascinating fishes. I got kind of hooked on them. I wrote a term paper on them. Mm -hmm. And many years later, when I interviewed for my job here, I probably told almost everybody I interviewed with that this is what I want to study. They're just down the road, and they're really cool fish. There's nothing known about them. And uh, since then, I've kind of been trying to study them, but they're very difficult to study. The fish has not been seen alive since 1984, and the jury is still out on whether the species still survives. For now, scientists don't have a whole lot to work with in terms of studying this fish. It's been a while since we've seen them, right? Yes, since life? 1984. Okay, wow. What do we have of this fish? So what we have are specimens collected, let's see, it was described in 1947, as I recall. Mm -hmm. And uh, so that was the first specimen collected in 1947. And there was a smattering of specimens deposited in museums since then. There are only 14 in museum collections now, so they're very rare in museum collections. Mm -hmm. And from those, we have the, the physical bodies of the specimens, although many of them are very beat up. Some of them came up through wells in the pumps. Uh, chopped them up so they're sort of fragmented. Mm -hmm. Some have been previously dissected, but there are a few very nice specimens left mm -hmm. uh, that can be x-rayed, CT scanned, we can get all those sorts of details from them. But what we lack is DNA, which we would really like to have. Mm -hmm. But the way they were preserved historically locked up their DNA so we can extract DNA and sequence it now. In a new paper that describes the fish as devilishly puzzling, Hendrickson's team presents morphological data to find clues about the fish's evolutionary relatives. When you start looking at them, as I explained, these cave organisms are difficult. They adapt rapidly and uh, they're just they're difficult to study. And you start getting mixed signals. The morphology might tell you one thing, but that might be convergence. They're all adapting on this common phenotype that's necessary to live in caves. Right. But if you look at their DNA, you might find a very different story. So there's all these different tools you can use. And in this case, we were stuck without DNA, and we wanted to know a little bit more about the evolutionary history of this thing. So we thought we'd look at the morphology in ways that nobody had done before. And we have all these new tools, uh, high-resolution CT scanning. And so that's what we, we chose. So it was another attempt to look at morphology, but in much more depth. And uh, it was interesting in that it tells us much more about the anatomy and the adaptations of Satan to its environment. But again, we get a mixed message. We still don't have a real clear answer as to what is the closest relative of Satan. We still think, yeah, probably Pylodictus, but then there's some things in its anatomy that tell us, no, you know, it could come from this other fish too. So mm -hmm. we're still left wondering and hoping to get its DNA someday. Okay. <laughs> Hendrickson goes on to explain what this mysterious fish could tell us about the Edwards Aquifer. Right now, we're still kind of left wondering, right? Mm -hmm. there, just because the fish hasn't been seen for a long time doesn't mean that something has killed them all, mm -hmm. right? Uh, we can't jump to that conclusion. But there's certainly lots of potential for all of these organisms that live in that aquifer, and it's actually presumed to be the most diverse subterranean aquatic 
uh, ecosystem in the world. Really? So there's lots of, of critters to study. Mm -hmm. And so it's, it's a complex ecosystem that's down there. And uh, if something was going on, that ecosystem would respond. And if we have baseline data, like we do from these earlier surveys, mm -hmm. then um, we should be able to say something is going on. Going forward, Hendrickson hopes to sample the aquifer to learn more about the Satan fish, but there are certain legal barriers that his team must overcome. There's a famous case with an endangered fish that caused a Supreme Court decision to limit the amount of water that can be taken out of the Edwards Aquifer. So the Edwards Aquifer Authority was established out of that Supreme Court decision. Mm -hmm. And they meter the water very carefully. They charge for all the water that's used. And whereas before you could sort of let water flow out on the surface and into the river, that can't happen anymore. So we need permissions to sample the wells. Mm -hmm. uh, we don't have that right now, and we would like to get that, but until we get that, we can't really even look for funding because we can't ask somebody to fund something which we may not be permitted to do. Mm -hmm. So we're just kind of exploring options right now and uh, just wanted to increase awareness of this fish now with this new study of its morphology and all that. Mm -hmm. um, so we wanted to just increase awareness and open a conversation about looks like something might be going on. We really shouldn't put our heads in the sand. We should study this and try to figure out if something is really going on. For a Longhorn Lab Report, this is Thanvi Tadati.